Welcome to the first show in this podcast. My name is Josh. And this is the 210 Takes. And uh, just a little bit about me before we start. I have podcasts before. I used to have a podcast called The Score, but that one kind of died out because I wasn't really into it um, with that one uh, way back then. But uh, now I just want to, you know, start this all over again because I got him back into like NBA analytics and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it's just been the thing that I've been wanting to do right. And uh, I feel like I have enough experience with doing commentary in general where I can do this right. So, uh, yeah, but I am based in San Antonio, which is why uh, 210 is in the title. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, we're going to talk about the Spurs. A lot of the shows on here are going to be about the Spurs, but we also talk about outside the Spurs, so other teams and stuff like that. Um, Right now, it's mostly just NBA uh, until maybe NFL comes around again with the draft and stuff like that. I know the combine's going on or the combine rating went on or whatever, but uh, really we're just talking about NBA on here. Um, So, yeah, so let's start off with the Spurs and the Hornets on March 6th. The game that we lost, uh, 123 and 117. Yikes. But um, I say this a lot, uh, is we are a rebuilding team, which I, which is kind of weird because of how inconsistent we are with how we play games. We can go toe-to-toe against really good teams and still end up losing. I think, uh, I, I don't know if it was against the Bucks. I forgot who it was, but I know we went into overtime against a good team and we still lost, which, which is honestly with a rebuilding team is fine. I mean, that that's fine. But, uh, yeah, so 123 to 117 against the Hornets. Uh, kind of rough, but, you know, we still we're, we still kind of kept up with them for a little bit. Um, a side note with that about how inconsistent we are or inconsistent we are, um, the Lakers are 28 and 30 right now. Uh, actually, the Spurs and the Lakers play today, which I'm going to be intending, so I can't wait for that. Um, but yeah, so the Lakers right now are 28 and 30 and the Spurs are 24 and 40. Um, comparing that with, you know, with the Lakers and how everybody talks about them and everything like that, we are not a bad team. We're just really inconsistent because we have a lot of younger guys and, you know, it's just, we're just rebuilding, but I won't get too deep into that, uh, this show, probably into the next show. Uh, I'll start talking about stuff like that, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, bro, Keldon Johnson uh, DeJounte Murray and Devin Vassell were the main ones showing off on uh, this game with Keldon Johnson getting 33 points, bro. 33 points. Keldon Johnson went off on that game, which I'm I'm really proud of him because uh, no one really expected Keldon to, you know, really do a lot for the team or to show out like this in a team. The dude went to the Olympics, and I know going to the Olympics doesn't make you automatically like the best NBA player ever, but still, you got to give him credit for going to the Olympics and even just playing in there. Um, but, yeah, the man dropped 33 points uh, with only two with two personal fouls, which, understandable, uh, playing hard like that. Uh, four rebounds, one assist, uh, going three for three at the free throw line, uh, 2-7 field goal, shooting 58% at the field goal. Uh, that's not bad. Again, for 33 points, shooting 58%, that is not bad. With 23 minutes, Keldon is going to be one of our main players, for sure. Like, for if, if he stays with the Spurs for uh for longer he's definitely definitely going to be in our, our main roster for for a long time uh dejounte murray 25 points uh two turnovers three personal fouls three steals 10 assists nine rebounds uh shot seven to eight uh at the free throw line over three at the three point line and nine for 21 to field goal line shooting a 42 percent with 35 minutes played now with dejounte he's our all-star i mean we know he made the all-star team um you know but the thing is DeJounte is still young he has a lot of room to improve he has a lot of room to become one of the best spurs 
or the best spur to ever play with this organization. And, um, you know, I'm and that's what I'm talking about with this team being rebuilt is that we have good players. It's just we're really inconsistent with how we play. Um, but, yeah, so DeJounte did pretty good, too. Uh, Devin Vassell, who is a new rising guy in the Spurs roster, um, he put up 14 points, which is not bad. He only plays a few minutes. I think he played like 29 minutes, close to 30 minutes. Um, even then, 14 points for Devin Vassell is not bad. Uh, I think he had like two blocks. No, he had two blocks, four rebounds, two for six at three-point line, six uh, for 13 field goal, shooting 46%. Uh, with Devin Vassell, uh, I, I feel like him too, just development. He's still young. The whole Spurs roster is still young. Just We need to get these guys developed. Um, even if we don't get good drafts, or if we, even if we don't get good trades and stuff like that, um, we do have a good amount of people here that if we can just develop them right and for having for a long term, we can have a solid roster. We can literally have a solid Spurs roster. Uh, Josh Primo, 10 points, 2, of six, uh, two assists, 6 rebounds, 2 for 5 at the 3-point line, and 4 for 7 to field goal, shooting at 57%. Now, I can say so much about Josh Primo that I could probably just make a whole show on him by himself. But, uh, yeah, so this man is 18, no, 19 years old. He's my age. He's 19 years old. I'm still older than him. I turned 20 in a few months. But anyway, um, and he is playing a good amount of minutes. I think he's playing at least, like, 15 minutes a game, probably even more than that. Putting up 10 points against the Hornets, um, I feel like he's going to be a valuable asset, honestly, for the Spurs roster. Um, I can't wait to see him develop in the Spurs roster. It's going to be crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, seeing Josh Primo right now, um, I feel like he could be another Ginobili, if anything. I, I might be reaching here, but I honestly do feel like Josh Primo could probably be another Ginobili. And maybe I'm just saying that because I know Ginobili is working with him. Um, I know Ginobili's working with the, um, with the Spurs roster, really with more, more with Keldon Johnson, but I know he's also working a lot with Josh Primo as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I really do feel like that, um, that this can happen, that, that Josh Primo could be like another Ginobili to this team along with Keldon Johnson and, you know, having DeJounte Murray there too, is going to be a solid roster. Just, we need to wait a few years until this happens, which I, we feel like we've been waiting years for the Spurs roster to be decent, you know, uh, Jack Pirtle, 11 points. Uh, two blocks, one steal, three assists, five rebounds, three for five at the free throw line, and 48 field goal shooting at 50% uh, with 30 minutes played. Uh, Jakob Pertl, man. Um, what I can say about him is that he's underrated as hell, honestly. He is a good rebounder. He's good at blocking shots. And he's not really known for his shooting, but when he gets his shooting in a roll, like on a roll, he's, he's pretty solid, honestly. For a big man shooting 11 points, he's pretty solid. Um... Again, I feel like Jakob Pertl will probably just be another one of the great assets for the Spurs. Um, even though I feel like a lot of people kind of want to trade him in uh, or release him or whatever, I feel like that wouldn't be the right move right now, especially with how the Spurs are. Um, we don't really have a good backup. I know Zach Collins is kind of going to be the backup for Jakob Pertl, but even then, Zach Collins not even developed yet. Uh, he only played for Portland for a few seasons. They came over here to San Antonio, played G League for like a few games, I think, and then went back up to the San Antonio. So, uh, yeah, so Yaga Pertle right now is going to be our another one of our biggest assets in this team. So, yeah, but that's enough for the Spurs and the Hornets. Um, 
next up we're talking about the dream roster that i have now this isn't um like going off of anal- analytics or anything like that this is more just me wanting the, uh, these people in the team I, and honestly these guys would not play well together at all and i'm not saying they will play well together they or they would i just this is what i would choose if i had a dream team like you know shit, shit on 2k or something like that you know what i mean uh but what i have on here will be dejounte murray Keldon Johnson, Josh Primo, Devin Vassell, Lonnie Walker, Jakob Perto, Grayson Allen, Drew Holiday, Giannis, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, Tobias Harris, jo- uh, Joel Embiid, Malik Monk, Patrick Williams, Tristan Thompson, and PJ Washington. Now, John, if it, you know anybody here in this probably like, what the hell is he talking about? Again, this is just my roster that I would have. I and honestly, if I was gonna do this like for real, I wouldn't want to have too many All Stars on this team. Just because they wouldn't work together. Like having KD, uh, Steph Curry, uh, Kyrie, you know, James Harden. None, none of those guys on the same team work together, which is a reason why the Lakers are so bad right now. Um, you know, just having too many all-stars on one team, they're not going to work together at all. So, you know, having, um, I feel like having this amount of guys who are amazing players, but not at that really all-star caliber. And I know... I have, Gian- I have Giannis on here. Oh, man, I love Giannis so much, bro. He's, like, probably my favorite NBA player right now. So that's, that's part, That was, like, literally the whole reason why I even put him in here. Um, but, yeah, a, a lot of these guys on here aren't, uh, you know, all-star caliber players, which is kind of what the Spurs do in their rosters. They don't really pick these all-star caliber players. They really just, you know, have guys that have potential, you know, being like that, but... As of right now, they're not really like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like what I have in this little dream roster, oh, man, I would I would love to see that, but I really don't know how that would play. I'll probably make another roster where I would actually make, like, a like a decent roster where, um, you know, I have, you know, rookies and stuff like that or, or new people and, you know, just, just have a decent actual roster. I'll probably do that on another show. But, yeah, that, that was just my thing with just uh, – a little dream roster that I, I think will be kind of dope to have. Um, so yeah, there's that. Now, going into, I, I have papers here. I don't know if you can hear them, but um, man, going into the uh, the Lakers news, man. So there might be a, and sorry for the pause there, but there might be a chance that Russell Westbrook will either leave Los Angeles or he will get benched, which for good reason um yeah russell hasn't been doing too good at all uh the lakers and i think their past 14 games they lost 11 with a four uh day losing well a four game losing streak that's that that's insane and the thing is is that and i remember when i made um i made a podcast on my other on my old podcast when i when i first heard that you know carmelo anthony uh, dwight howard russell westbrook and all them were coming to to the Lakers, I was like, man, this is probably going to be the next big super team other than the Nets. And I was completely wrong. And the one thing I knew I was right about was that, if anything, they were not going to be able to play basketball together as good as they were before. And that's mostly because I feel like they want to be able to work together, especially Russell Westbrook. And that was the main guy I said that it probably wouldn't work out at all. Now, saying that... um. Yeah, I was basically right in that. Russell Westbrook is just not performing the way he used to when he played with OKC. 
and the thing is, it comes with age. I mean, we can't expect all these guys to become LeBron and, you know, be like age 36, 37, almost going into his 40s and still playing as an all-star caliber like LeBron is. And, you know, it's just, you know, Westbrook is, is just not going to be there. So I think uh, for right now, with what's, what's, what's being said right now with Westbrook either leaving L.A. or being benched, is probably the right move for the Lakers because right now the Lakers are just not even in the talks of probably making first round playoffs. I mean, yeah, so uh, Westbrook has been shooting less than 30% from three and fewer than 20 points and 10 uh, consecutive games, which is insane because this is Westbrook we're talking about. This is the guy who just went off in OKC. I felt like after he went uh, into to Houston, he's just when everything just fell apart for him honestly man um he did okay with with what in, in washington but okc and washington were probably like the last few times where he's just at, probably in that all-star caliber level but then after houston yeah it just went down here from there and then coming into lakers uh yeah i mean it's stats show how he's playing right now and you know you can you can argue about how great he is how great he was back then and everything like that but the stats showing from right now he is just not playing like that and I mean, again, it comes with age. It just comes with the team you're on. Maybe he's just not playing with the right team. I mean, maybe he just needs to find the right team again. He could become how he was in OKC. Well, I mean, you never know. But uh, yeah, that's why I got for the Lakers, man. And it's just right now the Lakers are not looking too good. They have a lot of old guys on there. I mean, Dwight Howard, Kamala Anthony, Kamala Anthony isn't way he does isn't way he was back in 2007. So I mean, it's like, you know, that's not that's not the team. That's not them today they're these guys are old the only guy that can still ball out right now like that is lebron james and he's the only guy that can ball out like that right now so um yeah i mean there's nothing much else to say right there uh with that i got one more little thing for you i know i know this podcast is hella short um but uh yeah it's just it's just for being like the first podcast um but uh the bulls so i might take a while talking about the bulls Okay, so um, right now, man, I said it in my other podcast as well that the Bulls are gonna make a comeback this season. This is this was the the, the comeback season for the Bulls, um, or that the Bulls were just gonna come back and become a great team again. And I was completely right. I was completely right about that. This, the the Bulls right now are fourth in their conference right now, bro. They're they, they're literally fourth right now in, the, in in the East. So I mean, you know, it's just the way they're playing right now and the team that they have is just they're gonna make playoffs they're they're gonna make playoffs and i I don't know if they're gonna make finals i don't know if they're gonna you know get that far but for sure i know they're making playoffs and i think my prediction on the last podcast was that they're gonna go second round they're gonna make second round and i don't know what's gonna happen second round they might be taken out second round but for sure they're getting second round the playoffs and um yeah i I just hope i i honestly hope to see the 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 Bulls in the in the finals again, um, but uh, yeah. So on March fourth, they lost against Milwaukee, um, one hundred eight to one hundred and twelve, or one hundred eighteen to one hundred and twelve. Um, you know, the thing is right now is that going against a high caliber team like Milwaukee, man, that's they're 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 fighting, they're fighting, they really are fighting right now, and um, you know, it's just they are they're 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 a good team. The the Bulls are are a good team right now. Um, so in that game, I guess Milwaukee, DeMar DeRozan put a uh, 29 points, five assists, three rebounds. He went three, for, uh, no, he went five for five at the free throw line. 
uh, two, uh, two for three at the three-point line shooting at 65%, and 11 for 30 at the field goal line shooting 36%. Um, man, DeMar is... DeMar was so underrated when he was in the Spurs. Nobody talked about DeMar when he was in the Spurs. The, when, when he was with the Raptors, everybody was talking about DeMar. I mean, DeMar DeRozan was the face of the Raptors when he was with the Raptors, and then he came to the Spurs. Nobody really talked about DeMar anymore. Not a lot of people were excited when he got announced to, to go with the Bulls. And now he's literally like the Bulls' second LeBron James. I mean, LeBron James. Uh, the Bulls' second uh, Michael Jordan. I mean, it's the way he's playing right now, especially the way he plays. This this man shoots from mid-range. Nobody really shoots from mid-range anymore, which I don't understand why. I know I know the game's changed. I know, you know, it's really a three, like whoever, it's like a three-point contest, basically. It's whoever can shoot the more three points. But the thing is, is that DeMar DeRozan's game is so unique to to how other players play bro that um his mid-range game is insane and it's just it's, it's crazy how well he shoots from mid-range he could get he and he could do everything he could shoot from three he could shoot mid-range and he could go inside the paint and i know a lot of teams you know you hear if you could drive in and you could shoot from three they want you but the thing is demar Rosen could do everything free throws threes mid-range into the paint he could do everything and that's why he's such a great asset to this team and, and the, that's why the bulls are so successful right now is because they needed somebody like that to come into the bulls and demar Rosen was that guy and that's what i'm saying right now uh demar Rosen is basically the modern day michael jordan for the bulls right now which is again insane um uh zach levine or is that how you say his? i never knew i've never knew how to say his last name i, call, I say levine uh zach levine or zach levine i think that's how you really say it 30 points six assists eight rebounds one for three at the free throw line shooting three uh 33 percent three for ten at the three-point line shooting 30 percent and 13 26 at the field goal shooting 50 percent now this is and and it's it's funny because i was watching a lot of uh old Bulls games with, with Jordan and Pippen uh, playing and, you know, watching DeMar DeRozan and, and Zach Levine just going at it and uh, playing together. It's like watching Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen play. Um, that's what I'm saying. Right now, what the Bulls are going through right now is is, is kind of like a modern day with, when uh, rebuilding with the Bulls back in the 80s and 90s. That, that's, that's what the Bulls are going through right now, which is, which is good, which is really good. Um, like I said, the, the duo back then was, was Jordan and Pippen. The duo right now is DeMar and Zach, uh, Zach Levine. So, you know, and the thing is that they could probably doing, they could, they could probably be doing better if Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso weren't still hurt. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they were, they, these guys put up points every single game. Um, these are, I mean, this is the main duo on, on the Bulls team right now. And I, I really do believe that these guys can carry them into the playoffs and carry these guys probably to a finals. I mean, and maybe win. I mean, uh, but, you know, my projection right now is that they go with the second round of the playoffs and we'll see from what happens there. Um, so, you know, again, Alex Caruso still hurt. I mean, he had a broken wrist after that, that one play with, uh, with Grayson Allen. Um, man. So, uh, speaking of Grayson Allen, when Grace, when the when the books oh, when the Bucks played against the Suns, Grayson Allen came out. That man, no, uh, the Suns. What the fuck? When the Bucks played against the Bulls, um, and Grayson Allen came out, that man got so many boos. It was it was funny. Um, but um, but yeah. So, uh, Alex Russo, man, I if he comes back, 
fine and you know he doesn't get hurt again and he's okay the bulls will probably be back on track especially with Lonzo Ball coming back too i know he was supposed to be out for six to eight weeks i think because uh he got surgery in his knee so um and and they said that the surgery went successful which is good you know that means he's gonna get healthy coming back um and and Lonzo Ball too man it's just his story is wild because he came into the NBA with so overhyped, you know, coming into the Lakers overhyped. Everybody was expecting him to do great things. He didn't. He didn't perform that well with the Lakers. He went to the Pelicans. Started performing really good with the Pelicans. Um, you know, the Pelicans were honestly, honestly, the Pelicans were supposed to were supposed to you know make a roster around him and Zion Williams, but you know they just they didn't decide to do that. And then he came over to the Bulls, and now he now he's just a, a, a freaking great three point shooter. Um, so, you know, Lonzo is just, you know, no one really talks about Lonzo anymore, but the thing is that they should, honestly, that man has performed so well. He's, he's, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's performing so well from the three point line. Um, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, was it, was, how was the word? Um, oh my God, I forgot the word. Uh, he, he's performing better than he was before. And I, if I could just remember the word, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, I mean, from since he's came into the since he came into the league, man, he's just performing better than he did when he was with the Lakers and with the Pelicans. And now that he's gonna come back, hopefully this whole surgery thing doesn't doesn't mess him up too bad to where he gets hurt again easily or anything like that. Because honestly, with the full setup roster with DeRozan, Levine, uh, Alex Caruso, and Lonzo Ball, the Bulls are gonna be set again. And hopefully this happens before playoffs because if they come in uh, during playoffs, they most likely will be you know, going to the finals. I And I honestly feel like that they, they might be going to the finals. So, you know, I, I really want to see Bulls go back to the finals. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's all I got for today. I know it was, a, you know, a short podcast. But, uh, yeah, I, I, and before before I end this, I just want to tell you, uh, I do stutter a lot. And it's not because I don't know when I'm saying anything like that. It's just I, I have a stutter. So, uh, yeah, bear, bear with me with that. I just... I talk before my brain even thinks. That's the way I am. So I, I stutter a lot. But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, so I, I feel like today was a good start for this podcast. I mean, it was a pretty good start. We had a lot to talk about. Uh, 22 minutes in, you know, that's that's not bad. And um, I'm going to have even more stories for y'all next week. I'm going to be doing a show every single week, um, one day out of the week. And uh, just to try to get everything from the from the week caught up until Monday, and then just give y'all stories from there. But uh, I'll catch her up on the Lakers news with Russell Westbrook. I'll see what happens with them. Um, I'll see what happens with uh, with the Bulls if anything happens with them. And uh, hopefully, I could get y'all an actual roster that I would want for the Spurs next week too. Maybe not, but um, we'll see. And I'll give y'all an update on how the Spurs play today. So. Uh, hopefully they win today because again they're playing against the Lakers and I re- I really wanted to go just so I can see LeBron play before he retires because I know he's gonna be retiring soon so I just want to see him play before he retires, but uh yeah so again I hope y'all enjoyed the show I hope y'all enjoyed the first podcast on here and uh, I'll see you on the next one later. <laughs>